Hey there, Cabin listeners. It's Susan here, and I am so excited to bring you our special compilation episode of the best of 2021. Now, the trick to this one is we had such an incredible year with so many fantastic guest hosts that you will listen to clips of all 10 of our top 10 highest performing episodes, but we also snuck in two honorable mention episodes right at the very end. Thank you so much for listening, for tuning in, and for being with us throughout all of 2021. We are excited to bring you so many more episodes and exciting guests and just talk more about all things that make Wisconsin incredible in 2022. But for right now, sit back, relax, and enjoy some of these fun teaser clips of our best episodes of 2021. All right, first up in the number 10 spot, we actually have an emotional episode. It was episode 63, That's a Wrap, Mariah's Last Show. What's funny is I took this job when I was 25, and I actually was job searching. I was like, I'm going to move to California, New York. I was like this, you know, 20-something, going to do PR in some big city. And then this kind of landed in my lap, and I was like, this is the only job I think that would keep me here. And so the Atlanta thing or just moving out of state was kind of this like, I felt for a long time, I, you know, I wanted to experience being out of the Midwest for at least a little while. And if it doesn't work out, if I don't like it, I figure I can always, you know, travel back and bug you guys again. <laughs> yeah, that, that sound was not a bridge burning. You know, so that's good. Yeah. I, you know, and I've noticed this because I grew up, I was born here and I grew up largely elsewhere, Illinois, Michigan, Texas, and one thing about if you're born and raised in Wisconsin, a lot of times you're, no matter how much we show on Discover Wisconsin, how great Wisconsin is, people have a tendency to want to leave. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, there's got to be, California's cool, New York's cool, you know, Atlanta, Texas, whatever. And then after a few years, most come back. A lot of Wisconsinites are boomerangers. Yeah. So, but, yeah. but you have to kind of do that because it gives you perspective and it helps you grow and it helps you learn new things. Yeah. And a lot of times when people come back after having been elsewhere, they've got all these new skills and connections that help them for the rest of their careers. So yeah, for sure. It's for a good, sure. it's a good thing to do. Yeah. It's I just think not so. fun to watch so. it right now. <laughs> well, it's <laughs> still it's, weird to me. It feels like a month long, like goodbye train. <laughs> so yeah. having all these conversations and happy hours, which yeah, it's been a lot of emotional conversations with people who have all been amazing and have said basically this, like, you know, happy for you, sad for like, the door's always open, and I appreciate that. I, I really do. What's interesting is the number one comment I've gotten from people, and I'm sure you can relate to this, Eric, over the years, is you have the best job ever. You have the best <laughs> job ever. And I agree. I mean, I, I, think it, I think I agree with that for different reasons than most people think. Um, I think people assume that I was on the road literally every day. I definitely wasn't. Um, actually, hosting is a pretty small part of my job. Um, I, and the, actually, the job I'm taking, I'll be director of marketing at a digital agency in Atlanta called Definition 6. And they're in media and entertainment, do a lot of teaser work for like Nickelodeon and CBS Sports. So um, it's it probably doesn't seem like it's in my wheelhouse to people on the outside who probably think I'm moving to do something totally different. But what I've done, our parent company here at Discover Wisconsin is called Discover MediaWorks. And I've been employed by them in a much more of a marketing sales role over the last eight years. I always say that the hosting and this podcast stuff is always like the fun bonus job. Like it's <laughs> fun. I love it. It's definitely a, it's a smaller part of the role, um, which is what I've loved about about the gig that I've gotten to do so much. And 
Moving into the number nine spot was episode 73, Where Did These Quirky Wisconsin Sayings Come From? with Eric and Russ from the Wisconsin Drunken History Podcast. <laughs> you know, our, our, our swear words are not swear words. They're very PG, and I'm going to go yeah. into that before I start because there's no, there's no ones you guys need to bleep out. Yeah, there's to be no, honest yeah. With you. no editing necessary here. All of our children listening to this in the car with their parents yeah. are safe. We're good. This is safe. Yeah, yeah, this sorry, is, kids. Are safe. You're going to learn some really rough swear words. <laughs> oh, wow. You're going to hear the yeah. friendliest swear words ever. Yeah. All FCC approved. Yeah. Exactly. So the one that I probably heard commonly in the household, I know you did too, is cripes or cripes, cripes sake. <laughs> Yep. Oh, crepes. <laughs> yeah, oh, crepes. Oh, crepes. And, and you know, if you heard your mom say, oh, crepes, you better get into your bedroom right now. <laughs> no. That's one that was who, like... Who is crepes? <laughs> yeah. I don't know who that is. Where did the, where did the crepes come from? I don't know. I, I, don't I, know. I do. <laughs> Enlighten us, Eric. Yeah. Some people yeah, say, yeah. well, for Christ's sake. Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. Crepes just came I out think, of that. Yeah, so I, they were just really trying to... Sugarcoat that, and you didn't want right. to take the Lord's a name in vain. A lot of these swear words yeah. are adding a spoonful of sugar uh -huh. to something that's a little salty. My teeth hurt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have a is jolly this, good. You'll be better. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Is this also because, like, there's a really religious and dominantly Christian part of it, yeah. too? So yes. is this where our, a lot of these came from? Right. And you exactly. don't want to use names in vain. Yeah. So. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. Exactly. We're all then, learning. The next one we have is adding holy in front of anything. <laughs> so basically the ones I'm more commonly familiar with is holy smokes, holy cripes, holy moly, or holy cow. I don't know about you guys. And <laughs> I've, I've said these outside of the state and people look at me like, what? I've, like, heard, what? <laughs> you... I've heard holy Chrysler. <laughs> that one was a huge one back where I'm from. Really? Holy yeah. Chrysler? Holy Chrysler. Oh, Holy moly. You'd think yeah. that was, they'd be bigger in Detroit, but... Coming in at number eight was episode 92, Must Try Local Pizza Places in Wisconsin with a Discover Wisconsin insider, Josh Osterman. I saw that and I was like, I don't need to prep this episode. I'm just here to say, wow. <laughs> well, okay. Okay. I would nice. like to start, but Susan... <laughs> Yes. You have one on your list, and I have it, one. It, it has come up on all the social media platforms. <laughs> yes. People want that talked about. Quite frankly, I will say, I think it's the only one that matters in my world, okay? okay. Uh, I'm very biased. It is the Wild Tomato in Door County. There are officially three locations for it. Of course, the original is in Fish Creek, right across the street from Peninsula State Park. They opened up their, like, beachy one um, in Sister Bay. And then Egg Harbor has kind of transformed a little bit. So it's a half-and-half half with one barrel brewing, which is out of Madison. And they have their, like, oh, a I didn't know room. there was a wild tomato in there. Mm-hmm. Oh. They popped it up. They made it now. It's, like, Roman-style pizza. So it's more, like, rectangles. And it's, like, individual Ooh. sizes. Um, hmm. So fantastic. I'm very biased. I started working there in high school the very first year it was a wild tomato. So I have seen them through all <laughs> of their transitions and all their things. But that is, I think, universally some really phenomenal pizza. And that's, it's thicker. Mm -hmm. it, it's Pizza. all hand tossed, but my favorite part was because I also I've done a lot of things there, like I've waitressed and I've hostess and whatever. But I also was a baker there for a while, so Ooh. I was a, yeah. I learned how to be a professional baker for one summer. <laughs> um, I but, was waking up that early, so it didn't work out well because I would get up at three thirty, I would be at the bakery at four, but I would still do the dinner shift. Oh my! So I Ooh. did not survive that summer very well, <laughs> but. I mean, if you, but I just like saw how everything was made from scratch with as much like local ingredients. And it's part of what makes it so fantastic. But both of the chefs, the original owners of it, both studied like culinary school in Switzerland. Like it was <laughs> divine, still wow. is divine. 
it, but social media even also confirmed that that is, that is the place to go. Hmm. So, which location is it right on the water? Sister Bay. Sister Bay. Oh, that, is, that is a pretty cool spot. They have an, You're right on the beach. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's an outdoor bar and you can get yep. your pizza through that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, no, but you can have a really great beer on the beach. Hang out, take your kids to the park, sit at the beach, come back for your pizza. Mm-hmm. Like, what a great pizza setup. out there. But yeah, we had to bring mm-hmm. it out. Yes. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But what a great setup. Like, you just watch the sunset every night. Like, you're just, you're in a peaceful it's, little land in it's Wild one of the tomato. reasons Door County is such a nice right. getaway, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Coming in at number seven was episode 88 with one of our favorite former Discover Wisconsin hosts. And that was a Wisconsin deep dive to Lake Geneva with Stephanie Klett. We have a new fall drink, and it's mm. in an actual cold mini pumpkin. And when you order it, it is a it can be a cold cider or a hot apple cider with cinnamon, drizzled with caramel, whipped cream, cinnamon sticks, served in a cold pumpkin that they carve right in front of you. Can we just an go actual now? Pumpkin. I think that we should take the cabin on the road. <laughs> it's called the O2 Lounge, so it's an oxygen bar. Oh. But they serve all the bubble teas, the what do they call them? Bulbas, Bul- uh, boba, boba, something like yeah. boba. Yes. I think yeah. it is. Yeah. Yes, and I like the coconut with tapioca pearls in it. Mm. But they have real pumpkin drinks. It is so delicious, and it's just cool to walk around with your pumpkin. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. And this is going on now? Yes, only in Lake Geneva, through, baby. Through the Halloween season yes. or all the way through? Okay. Through, through the fall season. Wow, okay. see, we so, have apple cider donuts over there. That's as close as I we're did, getting yeah. to They the, did. Yes, they, so, I, again, you guys are treating me well. They look like they've been sitting there for a little while. <laughs> just, just a couple hours. <laughs> I brought them from my neck of the woods, so they're only like a day old. They're fresh from Dork <laughs> County yes. last oh week. <laughs> just yesterday, just yesterday, Eric. Okay, so it sounds like we're going to actually pack this up and take the rest of the show on yeah. the road so we can. Drink out of cold pumpkins. They have a recording studio at the this O2 place. You know what? There's one kitty corner across the street. Oh man! Oh, Dang oh nabbit! <laughs> you were waiting for your plans. It's to right be on Main Street. It. So do you know where the? Yes, right on 50. If you know where the bottle shop is, mm-hmm. the that neat wine place. It's right next to it. Okay. Yes. Oh my god! Very cool. So Wonderful you can get a, couple, you get a clear head with fresh oxygen and a <laughs> drink out of a pumpkin. It's yeah. <laughs> And you know what? With you, Eric, I don't think it'll be the first time you've had a sip out of a pumpkin. Our number six most downloaded episode of the year was episode 79, Unforgettable Wisconsin, The Driftless Experience with Tara Pizer. <laughs> so that would not be my answer. It is Dave's, Dave's going answer, for mayor. <laughs> he would love to be mayor of Blanchardville. Well, that is good to know. <laughs> No, I think my favorite thing about growing up there, and I totally took it for granted when I did live there, is just the beauty of it because, I mean, it's all these like rolling hills and by hills, I don't mean like these little hills, they're like mini mountains and big cliffs and bluffs and it's so beautiful, Um, especially in the fall with all the colors. Highly recommend a fall Mm -hmm. trip. But my favorite or the place I would take somebody, it's hard just because there is so much to do there. It is such a big area. But if someone was willing to get in a canoe, sorry, or a kayak, but Mm -hmm. I think canoeing is preferable on the Wisconsin River, I'd go down that through like Grant County, a little bit into Richland or start in Richland, go down to Grant, however it works. But um, it's just beautiful to really see the area from the Mm -hmm. water. Yeah. yeah, put so. it in like around Muscaday or something Yeah, like that. somewhere mm-hmm. in there and drift down. Mm-hmm. And that's true, and it is, it's a very flat river at that spot. It's not like mm-hmm. there's waterfalls. There's sandbars you can park along and mm-hmm. Yeah, you enjoy. just enjoy it. And some people camp on the sandbars. I don't think that's very safe, yeah. but you can at least stop for a little <laughs> bit and hang out. Mm-hmm. It's probably safer in terms of bears or wildlife. 
No, bears can swim. Well, I was gonna say bears can swim. No. <laughs> yep. No, and you gotta. I retract that. Yeah, if you're if you're in a sleeping bag, bears just look at you as a soft taco. Yes. I don't know. Not, did, yeah. did Teddy the bear know how to swim? Is that how he got to join us here today? Uh, we <laughs> we did not know each other in his past life. So. <laughs> Thank you for that answer, Audio Dave. (laughs) Coming in at number five was episode 56, Weird Wisconsin Town Names. Footville has kind of a funny name. I grew up around this area, so it's located in Rock County off Highway 11. It's home to the first lighted ball diamond in the U.S., people. Wow. (laughs) Isn't that a cool nugget? Yeah, Mm -hmm. I thought so. Uh, It's named after Ezra Foote. What a name. Ezra he, Foot. What, Ezra, Ezra <laughs> What a guy. What Sounds a like guy. an alt rock band name. <laughs> That's like Ralph Waterski from last week. Uh, yeah. yeah. That's right. So Ezra was the founder of Footville, and he actually helped write the Constitution of Wisconsin. So I think he was kind of a big deal back in the day. Mm, putting his and, best foot forward. Oh, oh. Come, Come on. on, play it. There we go. <laughs> I love it. Okay, so I'm kicking off with Footville. Oh, we that's the high bar if I do say so myself. So what you got, Eric? <laughs> it is because you have so much background information on it. <laughs> um, I, I mean, I've got a bunch. One of them is Bluff Siding, mm. which sounds like a company that will put siding on your house. Yeah. But it's actually uh, named for, well, the side of a bluff. And it's right along the Mississippi River, along the Great River Road. And, uh, well, there's a big side and a big bluff there. So it's probably one of the most literal named places in the state, I would say. It Wouldn't very say literal. Well, you know, that's funny you bring up literal names because there's rural Wisconsin. Like there's some towns out mm-hmm. there that are, that we, I think our, our ancestors had a penchant for just being very straight to the point. Right? <laughs> it's true. There's a plain Wisconsin too. Plain. Yeah. It's a it, flat it, it piece of land and very the other plain. one's really driftless. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Our fourth most downloaded episode of the year was episode 85, and this was the first of its kind. It was Iconically Wisconsin, Culver's edition, featuring none other than Craig Culver. Mm. And that tartar sauce stems from the farm kitchen days back then, and we've carried that forward to Culver's, and I love our tartar sauce. And of course, I love our cod as well. (laughs) I love the walleye, but we can't source enough walleye to Yeah, I know that's an occasional dish, but just during Lent. There's no other restaurant like that that will serve walleye. Mm-hmm. You can get a fish sandwich in a lot of places, but walleye? Yeah, yeah not like our, uh, not like a Culver's, uh, so to speak. But uh, we sell a lot of walleye uh, when we have it. We sell, <laughs> we sell out uh, rapidly, unfortunately. But uh, <laughs> our cod is, in my opinion, just as good as the walleye is. Yeah. But I shouldn't say that in Wisconsin, should I? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's safe in here, so we're good. <laughs> yep. What's your oh uh, favorite? I see. I'm going to default into a butter burger. Mm. That's I'm, like I'm gonna it's do the, the quintessential same. thing at Culver's. Double butter burger with cheese. Well, here I want to. I want onion rings. I want to set you straight on a butter burger. Ooh. All right. What I tell people is if they've never had a burger at Culver's, a butter burger, what they should order is a double butter burger with nothing on it. No mm. cheese, no ketchup, nothing. So they just get the buttered bun and the double butter burger. And you bite into that, and you'll taste the true flavor of the meat that we use at Culver's. It's the best. It is the best. just the best. You know, and, and I love, you know, I usually order a single deluxe, as a matter of fact. You know, mayonnaise, lettuce, pickle, tomato, and onion. And so I, I love all that, too. Mm-hmm. But to get the true taste of a butter burger, order it plain, order a double. And I do that on occasion, and 
and any restaurant I might go to, just make sure everything is. Quality control, absolutely. (laughs) See what sets it apart. Try that. Well, it's kind of like when you go to an Italian restaurant, a straight-up cheese pizza will tell you almost everything you need to know about the rest of their Mm. food. There you go. It's kind of similar. You get the most basic burger you can, and you get the the sense of the main ingredients. Because without a good bun, without good meat, the rest of the burger is not going to matter. No mm-hmm. different with custard. You'll probably ask ask me what's my fa- favorite yeah. flavor. Well, it's vanilla. I'll okay. tell you straight <laughs> up, it's vanilla. Same thing. Uh, vanilla is you know it's the base for all the flavors that we have. Even the it's the base for chocolate as well. Yeah. So if you've never had frozen custard at Culver's, that is. <laughs> Try the vanilla first before you've ever tried another another flavor. Just try it, and you'll get that great Wisconsin dairy taste, which is so wonderful. Coming in at number three was episode 59, and this one was for our furry friends. It was the most dog-friendly places in Wisconsin. Zymer G Brewery, which I sound like I'm drunk when I say that because I say it very slow every time because it's very difficult for me to say. <laughs> But it's Z-Y-M-U-R-G-Y in Menominee is the one I want to kick off with. We featured this in our Menominee episode last uh, last year. Was that? They all kind of blur together in my brain. But I think we did that show about a year Mm -hmm. ago-ish. Just a really great brewery right in town. They're in Menominee. And they're like, you know, they say they're dog friendly. They mean it. When you're in there, there were a couple dogs in there when I was there. Very low-key, informal type of brewery. Not too, like, it's not a fancy schmancy kind of spot, which is what I love about it. You go in, they made some great recommendations when I was there. I think I went there for a Packer game, actually, and I they had a cranberry beer on tap, which was amazing. Josie, when I take her into indoor spots like that, she's kind of a psycho for, like, the first two minutes. And then she just, <laughs> she gets bored of the situation and sits underneath the picnic table, which is what she did there. So, <laughs> highly recommend Zymergy Brewery. If you can say that faster than I can, I salute you. And a lot of breweries <laughs> pride themselves on being dog-friendly. A lot of them have outdoor patios and, like, great spaces for the dog to hang out with you. One of them is uh, in Eau Claire at the Brewing Project, where Project is spelled with a K-T at the end, not a C-T. And um, that place, they, they do a lot of experimentation there. It's a very large facility. It's just a little bit northwest of downtown off the Chippewa River. Uh, definitely a place that embraces dogs when you bring them there. Our second most downloaded episode of the year was episode 53, Wisconsin 101, The Brandy Old Fashioned. They relocated in 2019 to the Deer District in downtown Milwaukee, right across from Pfizer Forum. So they started in this little cool place, and now they're in this huge cool place. And they have not only Brandy Old Fashions, but they have a Brandy Old Fashioned Bubbler. Hmm. (laughs) Now, Old Fashions are so popular in Wisconsin that a local company actually started selling pre-mixed Old Fashions. They're called Soul Boxer. In fact, I remember when they were starting up. I worked with those guys a little bit when they were doing that. I thought it was a brilliant Hmm. idea. And if you want a brandy old-fashioned out of a bubbler, and there's nothing more Milwaukee than that, (laughs) you can go there, and what you'll get is the Soul Boxer mix, and then they'll do all the little fancy things to it. Do we need to explain what that is for out-of-state listeners? A soul boxer mix or just the... A bubbler. Oh, a bubbler. Yes, I should. (laughs) Thank you, Dave. Even outside of Milwaukee, I should probably explain that for people. Uh, A bubbler is another way to say drinking fountain or water fountain Mm -hmm. in these here parts. (laughs) And uh, there's only one other part of the United States where people call it that. And I don't even know what it is, but it doesn't matter. We call it a bubbler (laughs) in Milwaukee. 
coming in at number one, our top most popular, most downloaded episode of the year was no surprise. It was episode 55, 10 of the most beautiful places in Wisconsin. But I think what everyone would agree could be on a top 10 list in Wisconsin, especially as as we're in southeastern Wisconsin, is Holy Hill. Mm -hmm. Yes. And it is, I mean, the natural beauty there is great. It's in Kettle Moraine. Uh, It's on a high hill, but there is a beautiful, beautiful church there. It's actually the Holy Hill National Shrine of Mary, Help of Christmas, or Christians. And (laughs) I misread. It's the Holy Hill National great. Shrine of Mary, help of Christians. No, that's not getting edited out. <laughs> All right. Did you guys see the photo? I, I don't know where it was cycling around last week or something, but someone had a really beautiful drone shot of Holy Hill with mm. all of the, what was that rhyme special ice? type of, yeah, rhyme yeah. ice all around it. So it just popped out from the sea of white. Oh, it was so beautiful. It's it, it really, stunning. Any, mm-hmm. any time of year it is. I mean, the, the church there, it's a minor basilica. Mm-hmm. Twin steepled, and you can see those. I lived on the 16th floor in downtown Milwaukee for a while years ago, and you could see Holy Hill 35 miles away out my yeah. window. That's wow. insane. There's a little peak. It's, well, and you know, we were we were kind of debating too when we were concepting this episode if we wanted to talk about you know natural destinations in Wisconsin versus man-made or a mix. And we're doing we're ended up doing a mix. And originally, I thought let's do all natural, but then I was like, no, we can't. You can't leave Holy Hill off the list. And what I love about Holy Hill is it's a perfect blend of natural, gorgeous surrounding, mm-hmm. a, a man-made structure that is just. I mean, ugh, it's it's majestic. It really is. Seeing it is just. Stunning from all sides, all perspectives. Absolutely. Like I mentioned earlier, we have loved every single guest that has come on the Cabin Podcast, but there were two episodes in here that were so close in the numbers, we had to include them as honorable mentions. Honorable mention number one was episode 80, Worldwide Cuisine Found in Wisconsin with a Perba Banerjee. Speaking of empanadas, Peruvian food, Tricolo Peru in Milwaukee is famous for its fantastic empanadas. They also give you frozen mm. empanadas, so you can take them home and like oh. do them yourself, or you can eat it at a restaurant. They also have really well-presented and plated food. For like, They have a corn bowl or something with plantain chips in it. It comes in a big margarita glass. So <laughs> it's just gorgeous to look at and even more delicious to take in. I love it. Well, nice. speaking of Peruvian, then there's a place in West Dallas, right next to Milwaukee, that's called uh, Chef Paz. Mm-hmm. You know, La Paz is a capital mm-hmm. down there in, I think, Bolivia, if I'm not mistaken. But uh, it's Peruvian cuisine. It's on 72nd and National in West Dallas. Mm-hmm. And I've had some really good, unique dish combinations there. Nice. I love their fried rice, which was better than <laughs> any, any I'd had in an Asian restaurant. And um, just another example of unique South American dishes. So it's food that's kind of familiar to us, mm-hmm. but there's a flair and a spice combination that's different, and it's really, really good. So I highly suggest checking that out. And it's just in this little place. I think it was a flower shop or something prior to that. Wow. So, yeah. And our second honorable mention was episode 74, Stunning Wisconsin Wedding Venues with Olivia Harlan Decker. Sam's from Sheboygan, um, but my parents have a home in Fish Creek, and I've spent every summer of my life up in Door County 
And that is, you know, it's funny, even when people ask where I'm from, sometimes I'll say Wisconsin, even though that's not true. And Sam corrects me. He's like, no, where were you born? And where'd you go to high school? That's where you're from. <laughs> I'm like, that's where your heart is. That, yeah. My heart is in, I would say Door County and like all our family it. holidays. Um, when, you know, we go home to see our family and, and in college, when we'd go home, it was always Door County. Mm-hmm. Um, so that started feeling more like home. So that was a pretty easy choice. And then we're members at Horseshoe Bay Country Club, which is so beautiful. And I just thought that's, that's such a win right there. The problem is I went to school at University of Georgia and most of my friends live in Atlanta. And, you know, to get up to Door <laughs> County, that's two flights and an hour and a half drive. It's not an easy place to get to. <laughs> so I knew we were going to be, you know, asking a lot of a majority of our guests. So, um, but they all said, hands down, most had never been to the state. And then most kept saying, like, I want to bring, you know, my future husband up there and I need to bring my parents up here. It's like this little hidden gem. And I was like, yeah, don't tell anyone. (laughs) We have a sound effect for that. Oh, that was lovely. (laughs) But yeah, it's, you know, I think anyone who's been up, um, whether it's Madison, whether it's anywhere up along Lake Michigan coast or on the Bay side, I think everyone just feels like it is such a gem. Um, and you want to brag about it, but you also don't want enough people to find out about it. Yeah. <laughs> it's the hard part about hidden gems, yeah, right? It really yeah. is. Yeah, you don't want to... <laughs> and there you have it. That wraps up some of the best of 2021. Again, we are so grateful for all of our cabin listeners for an incredible 2021, an incredible year with you all. We've loved bringing you episodes every single week and sometimes twice a week to share our love for every detail about Wisconsin. We can't wait for 2022. And in the meantime, make sure that you're following along on Instagram at The Cabin Pod and that you've given a five-star rating and review in Apple Podcasts or in Spotify. And we will see you in 2022.